everyone, and welcome to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast Burger um, Review. My name is Max Terman. I am your moderator, and with me this week is Royale with no cheese, Dan Marcel. <laughs> Royale with cheese, Scott Reed. Yeah. And what on earth are you eating, Bill? Gourmet burger. A gourmet burger. Cheeseburger. With apple Cheeseburger with, with apple slices, Bill Cal. Yeah. Uh, we'll explain later in a second. Uh, we need to say grace. We, huh? need, to, we need to pray. Uh, Bill, will you pray for us Yeah. in this meal? Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for this great smelling food. I pray you bless this to our bodies, but pray too for great things that come out of this podcast that mm-hmm. you would inspire us by your Holy Spirit to say something truly meaningful that matters for even eternity. Amen. 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 Now, Dan, I'm going to have to ask you, if over my shoulder you see this thing, stop recording. Please so say something. Say something. I will. If you see something, say something. Dan, <laughs> Dan can you... <laughs> Go on, Scott. Do you want to pass me the red cap thing? Yes, I, I, the original seasoning. Yes. That. Dan, can you explain what we're doing here? So we are Where at, are we right we now? We are at Red Robin in the Stratford Square Mall, and we are reviewing burgers. Scott, Max, and I have ordered the Royal Burger, which has a egg on top and bacon, yeah, amongst other deliciousness, and Bill has ordered a nice gourmet cheeseburger. Bill has apple slices. Max, Scott, and I have French fries. That's right. I think we're all living. We're eating it's day camp week. It's yeah. day camp week. The sun is out. It's very hot. It's not too bad. It's going to get worse tomorrow. And we are here to review burgers. And to have bottomless fries. <laughs> to have bottomless fries. Scott, mm. will you please uh, get us started with Would You Rathers? <laughs> I would. So you, these are, I'm just kind of making these up as I go. And they're not necessarily strictly would-you-rathers, but they're food-related questions. The first one is a would-you-rather, which is if you're at a cookout, so not a restaurant, but someone's house, would you rather have a hamburger or a hot dog, generally speaking? Mm. And you can only have one. You can't have both. Well, I want a hamburger. I don't like hot dogs. Mm. Why would you like hot dogs? Because you don't even know what's in them. Mm. That's fair. <laughs> That's true, Bill. Very good point. Dan? I'd go with a hamburger. I just prefer burgers over hot dogs. Why? I like that. I like that. Scott? Uh, I think I usually go for a burger. Um, there's something about, like, grilled burgers that are just, like, ch- way overcooked on, like, a really cheap... The thing, if you think of, like, camp burgers... Yeah. On, like, a cheap white bread bun, there's just something that I really like about that. Mm. I probably like it less now than I did when I was a kid. But whether it's that or it's, or it's something like this, I just really like burgers a lot. Nice. Wow, this is... Oh, my gosh. No one got, like, a little stick, did they? Nope. No. All right. Mm-hmm. We're being a All man right, Scott's going to get us started with his first burger review. Oh, my gosh. So, again, this is the uh, Royal Red Robin, which is a, a cheeseburger with bacon and an egg on top. Perfect. It's very good. I'd say it's a pretty midline burger in terms of price at, at Red Robin. It's about twelve fifty, I think, although I don't have the menu in front of me, so I can't remember for sure. Uh, here we go. First bite. It's really slippery when I picked it up, so be careful. <laughs> Listeners at home, please be careful. Hmm. What do you got, Scott? Mm. Um, it's, uh, so I've... And as Max says too, been here a lot. I've had a lot of different burgers, and I've had this burger before. Uh, and some of the burgers are very intense. I had one burger that was like a fajita, living fajita loca burger, mm-hmm. that just blew my mouth out of the water. It was so spicy. Mm. And some of the barbecue burgers are very sweet. This I'd say is like a pretty like tame but very good flavor. Like it's it's not over the top, but it's just really solid. The egg is a nice addition. 
Uh, mm-hmm. It's just got kind of nice savoriness to it. Mm. That umami flavor really, really comes out. <laughs> I've run out of foodie words, so I'm going to eat, eat some more. <laughs> then it has a nice blend of textures. Mm. So you get the nice beefy flavor. You get the nice... It's not like a brioche bun, but it's a nice, sure, kind of white bread bun. So Dan, you've made some progress on yours, the right? Classic yes. sesame seed. Enjoying the uh, the kind of the wetness of the egg yolk. Wow. The crunchiness of the bacon. Wow. It certainly has gotten my plate wet. Yes. <laughs> There's egg yolk all over the place. Dan, you are a food review connoisseur. It's because I've watched Next Food Network star, and they always <laughs> they criticize them like you got to review stuff, but you can't use good and awesome. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oh. I know someone who won. Well, I kind of know someone who won the Next Food Network star. Who was it? Her name was. Artie. Oh, yeah. She I was like the that. cousin <laughs> of your cousin. Of a woman that went to my church in Boston. Oh, cool. Who wow. was like hmm. pretty close with my family because her daughter was friends with my cousin and my younger sister. And so. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Now, Bill, you've made quite a bit of progress on your cheeseburger. Yes. What do you got for me? Well, it's messy. That's true. Which is a good sign. Because <laughs> if you can contain it, then you really got to wonder, did you get enough things on that hamburger? Huh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's a good point. Yeah. Very good point. So I like all the things they put on there. Would you call it gourmet? No. <laughs> okay. But what would it have to be for when you're booked Yeah, to what be would they have to do to make it gourmet? You know, I'm not sure you can do it with a hamburger. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> we're doing great. Yeah, it's Do you delicious. Have anything yet? Um, maybe no. napkins. <laughs> yeah, we're running low on those. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, so what yeah, do you, what I, do you I tell do? you what spoiled me. Okay. It's bison. Mm. You ever eat bison, bison burgers? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a very low fat. Never they're in my sweet. Life. They're very low fat. In fact, they claim that it's lower fat than fish. Wow. Whoa. Which I find hard to believe, but... Are bison just all muscle? I don't think so. But... But they... They have a sweet taste to them. Mm. So if you get a thick one, you really got something. So... I... I think my daughter's the one that got us into it. She goes to the farmer's market up in Kenosha all the time. Mm. That's what she buys. So when we grill out with Nicole, we're eating bison burgers. Mm. That's amazing. As much as I like those, though, I honestly still think the Sam's Club burger is the best. Mm. So what makes the Sam's Club burger for you? It's thick. Very thick. I know it's being cooked right, but it's thick, it's juicy, it's just, it's filling because they're like half-pound patties, close to it. Yeah, I just can't get over that Sam's Club's a place that you get something that that great. Oh my gosh. If our listeners want a Sam's Club burger, mm-hmm. you can come to our cookout after Saturday night service on Saturday, June 26th. That's right. And we will have those burgers and you won't have to pay for it. Mm. Wow. And you can come enjoy it and hang out with lots of good people. Do they come frozen? Is that Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm impressed that come they're Bill's favorites. Get a burger on Bill. Mm. Yeah. We need to get more bottomless fries. This may be the messiest burger I've ever eaten in my life. It is life. pretty messy. This is certainly the messiest burger I've eaten today. I think. <laughs> I think the, the other last... three very neat. <laughs> the other, the last time I had this burger, you had for I, breakfast, huh? <laughs> I did not have a beard. Really? I think it's true. I, you know, I will say now that my beard is maybe not at its absolute longest, but like sitting up there. 
it is so easy to get food in your beard and not mm-hmm. realize it. There's no nerves in there. You can't feel it. You depend on other people to point it out for you. Yeah. Sometimes you'll just be like, oh, 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 what is this? How long has that been there? <laughs> yeah. It's not great. I was just saving it for later. Bill, have you ever had facial hair? Yeah, is there a reason you don't have a bill, not a beard, Bill? I used to have a mustache many years ago, like 20s. Okay. I I shave every day. I I don't even like the scratchiness, Mm. you know, say at noontime. It's just like, oh, golly, you got to get this off of you. Hmm. Wow. Not that I would grow a great beard anyway, but it just... Yeah, I just feel dirty when hmm. I can feel whiskers. Interesting. Hmm. Do you I shave multiple say, times a day? Oh. No, no, just once in the morning. I'm good I understand go. that on my neck. If mm. I like, because I always shave after I shower. So if I like don't shower for a day, then like the stubble on my neck gets longer than it normally is, and I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. So here's a burger-related question for everyone. There's also Bible-related. Hmm. This first question is just kind of a leading question. Um, before the fall, Adam and Eve just ate fruit, right? They didn't eat meat. Or at least... That's what it looks like. That's yeah. what it kind of looks like. Because there was no death. Was it immediately after the fall that they that meat became, like, back on the menu, boys? That's a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> As they say. <laughs> I'd have to look and my hands are really disgusting. <laughs> that's why I'm pretty sure the, the covenant that God, God made with Noah... That's maybe one of the times it's mentioned about eating meat. Okay, so right out of the fall, he just took the skin to make them clothes. Because that happens, right? I'm not dreaming that. that yes, God, I believe that's I believe correct. God killed an animal and made them clothes. Yeah. They might have eaten it, though. God's not wasteful. No. That would really drive home the point of how bad your sin is. Because... They'd be eating an animal. Maybe they knew that animal and they're thinking, oh, man. Huh. That's true. I mean, one of the things that we've talked about is, like, the impact that it has on creation, right? And, like, Paul's writings about how creation is, like, groaning and waiting for it to be redeemed. For Adam and Eve to look and very visibly see the impact that sin had on the earth is, is wild. Mm. So it's Genesis 9 is where God blesses Noah and says, Be fruitful and increase in number to him and his sons. Uh, the fear of dread of you will fall on all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and every creature that moves on the ground. Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Wow. Just as I gave you the green plants, now I give you everything. Hmm. And then, But you can't eat the meat that's got blood in it. So, Dan, you finished your burger. Out of 10... What would you give it? I'd give it a solid eight. Eight? Yeah. What could have taken it to a nine? I think maybe just a, a classier bun. Ooh. Ooh. It was kind of like a white bread bun. Yeah, it was kind of a standard. Like, yeah. Well, if it had been made a little more dressed up, not necessarily brioche, but something like that. Oh, okay. How do you feel about a pretzel bun? Yeah. Are you familiar? I'm familiar with it. I could see that would be good. Hmm. Maybe a light one. Yeah. I don't know if they have heavy for little. Scott, you're <laughs> done with yours. I am done with mine. Out of ten? I'm going to also give it an eight. 
Ooh. Yeah. My reasoning is maybe a little different, which is that I imagine, like, if it's a 10 out of 10, it's got to be probably the best burger I've ever had in my life. It's got to wow your socks <laughs> off. Right. Right. Because okay. you can't go any higher. So right. it's, it's got to be the top. Okay. And a 9 out of 10 seems like, if the 10 out of 10 is the best, the 9 out of 10 are, like, all of, like, the very top tier burgers I've had in my life. Okay. Of which there have probably been a, a handful. So this is a, a solid 8 of, like, a, I enjoyed it. I had nothing wrong with it. I'd eat it again. Bill? You're done with your cheeseburger? Yes, I, I give it a 7.27. Okay. I think that's fair. Very specific. That's low for you, but I that's like a, it. That's a professional review right there. That is. Uh, what's What's got you in that range? Well, thank you. Bread the bun is it's nothing special, and, and it's a little too small mm. for all the things they put under it. I think that's true. need a better foundation. You need a firm foundation. Yes. This is a bun that's built its house on the sand. <laughs> Exactly. I need a bun that's built on the rock. <laughs> Max, what about you? Yeah, the, what would you give The bun that the builders rejected has become like a good... The corner uh, bun. The corner bun. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm inclined to agree with Bill. It's something I never thought about. It is far too small of a bun. I mean, it's just... it's. I mean, so... When I when it came, I think my the top bun was off to the side, and I put it on, it just slid right off the egg. So uh, the I, Royal is a very slippery burger. It's a very slippery burger. It's quite messy, way messier than I remember. Um, I think I'll, I'll drop down to a seven point five. I think it is really okay. it's good. Um, I think if the bun was a little bit bigger, it'd be easier to eat it slower. Mm. And eating it slower would you know there's a lot of different flavors in there. But there. when you have to like just mm. take a big bite in order to maintain its structural integrity. Hmm. Like, you're missing out on the chance to eat, you know, get all those little flavors. You really just get one big flavor for, like, seven or eight bites. So There's no. nothing worse than having a hamburger slide out the bag. That's very true. true. Well, that's, that's very true. Also, I like it when they come in the little <laughs> in the little wrappings, and you can actually like, put them down. Mm. This is a good point. They don't come in the wrappings this time. Sometimes you pick up a hamburger, and you're like, all right, I'm choosing to not put this down until I'm done. Yep. But this one was born out of necessity, because, there, there, I mean, there was nowhere for me to put it. There was a pile of egg yolk on my on sure. my plate, which is okay, but I would have liked to have gone back and forth between burger and fries. Mm, and I think drink. that's very very fair. Can I try a fry? Yeah, Bill the best. what they're like. Bill Calvin's about to have a French fry for the first Good. time in thirty years. Welcome to French fry reviews with Bill Calvin. Or steak fries. So for listeners, they're, they're kind very of thicker, uh, very thick. What do you got, Bill? Out of ten, not for me. Not for me. Out of ten. Oh, like a three. Three out of ten. Wow. Red I will say it. these fries are very much a vehicle for sauce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like on their own, they're... Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Just have some more. I've been a couple minutes. Uh, so they, do, they do have sweet potato fries here, and I will be ordering them before I leave. <laughs> You're taking sweet potato fries home. To my wife. Nice. They wow. are, I think... I don't know if they still have it, sweet but they did... Sweet potato fries are great. Reintrodu- or not reintroduce. Introduce uh, zucchini fries, which yes. I'm a big fan of. Um... I think like right before the pandemic, so I'm not sure that they still have them or not. But hmm. Max, you want me to I'm tell the story the of why we started coming here? The one about you in Spain? Yeah. yeah all right. I think it's an interesting enough story. <laughs> sure. Uh, we talked about beard growth for a while, <laughs> so why not? Yeah. So the reason that I started coming here, and kind of by extension, Max started coming here on regularly. Um, not that neither of us had been here before, or had been to a Red Robin before. Mm-hmm. But was because when I was in, I went on a trip to Europe with a friend of mine in 2016, 
it's actually five years ago to the day. I keep getting Facebook wow. notifications. Um, like five years ago, you were doing this. And I'm like, yeah, now I'm sitting at home. Um, but anyway, our last place that we went was Barcelona. And we got there and we were just looking for somewhere to eat. We found this burger place kind of nearby called Little Bacoa. And it was so good. It was just really, really good. They had these, there are these, I don't, I don't know if they're Spanish or Mexican because there's definitely some crossover and it's hard to tell sometimes but they have these potatoes called bravas which are like there they were like kind of chunks of potato but they were like crispy and they came with like mm. an aioli and like a, t a chili sauce and they were so good and the burgers were so good and we went there every day and then the last day we were in Europe was the 4th of July and we are like, well, we got to go there today and get burgers because it's the 4th of July and we're in Europe. And we went there and it was closed and we were so sad. But then we found out that Little Bacoa was just like an offshoot of Big the restaurant La Bacoa, which had another location nearby. So we went there. And then when I came back in fall of 2017, I was like, or 2016 rather, I was like, I want to find another burger place like that. So yep. then Max and I went on a hunt. Yeah. We went to, I'd say two or three before we got to Red Robin. Yep. Um, just trying to find a burger place that had like a variety of burgers and like good sauces, and uh, and then we came to Red Robin and you never left and we never left. Never. It, it provided right. all of the needs. Yeah, I think listeners should know we are the only people in here. We are by far the only people in here. <laughs> True, <laughs> no one's even walked by. <laughs> it is also 3:30 p.m. That's true. True. It's the right time to come get a burger. It's the right time to do a podcast in a restaurant. That's true. It probably true. won't get mad at you. Yeah, well, there's nothing else going on here. And we're not competing for, for noise, that's for sure. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Well, really quick, it's time for Topic of the Week. Uh, I realized I was expecting you to like make a noise or something, like say yeehaw, but I realized we don't have a Topic I of the Week. I wanted to say mm. ding, ding, ding. So oh, I think it's time for Topic of the Week. Ding dong. Ding, ding, ding dong, kids, ding. That's the listener mail. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Couldn't ring it out. It's time for Topic of the Week. Topic of the Week this week, uh, of course, brought to you by Red Robin. Um, mention this podcast and they'll stare at you like you're crazy. <laughs> Unless it's Julie. Unless Julie? it's Julie. Then she might remember. So it's time for Topic of the Week. It is day camp week. Yeah. Bill and I are wearing our shirts. Dan, and Scott. And Scott are washing their shirts. They're washing, washing their shirts. Um, <laughs> we don't care that we stink. That's right. Well, I mean, we stink in the podcast. Why can't we stink? Oh. Red Robin. Um, let's talk a little bit about day camp. It's going pretty well, at least from from what I can see. I'm obviously drumming, and Scott is <laughs> Scott is leading just worship. Just the front lines, <laughs> drumming. That's right. How long have we been doing day camp for? Probably as long as the church. Feel like yeah, since the beginning. Day camp started in David and Marina's backyard. Is just a backyard Bible. Did it really? Because well, there was no building. Right. Oh wow. Then, how many kids do they have their first year? You know, that'd be a neat question to find out. I'm, I'm guessing probably <laughs> somewhere between thirty and fifty, though. You, you can get a backyard. lot of kids in your backyard for for an event like this. Wow. You really can. That's cool. That is cool. You really can. There has a lot of pull. I did some backyard Bible clubs back in the day. Backyard again. That's part of my church. We always had a little bunch of kids come. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Yeah. Nice. So, Dan, you were the children's director for how many years? Well, I did, well, hold on, five day camps. Five day camps? Yes. How has it changed since you were in charge? Well, this year had to be a lot different because of COVID, to be honest. Oh, sure. And... Uh, so like registration, very different last year. So like because of COVID, last year was very different because we did everything online and Max, you edited the videos and that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the basic structure 
is similar. Okay. It's just COVID has kind of forced us to be more outside than we would normally be. Yeah. And classrooms are outside, which has its advantages and disadvantages. Kind of, yeah. it's nice, it's fun, and then the kids also pluck grass and start to try to eat it, and then put it on <laughs> each other's heads. <laughs> My response is, Let them. Don't do that. Oh. <laughs> you don't know who's been in that grass or what animals. <laughs> I don't know who Bill's been all over this What they did. <laughs> what they did exactly. To put it politely for our podcast audience. So what? What makes day camp like work? What makes it effective? What you know? Mm-hmm. Why? What? Because I've I've heard a lot of stories from from many people about mm-hmm. great memories of day camp, and the kids always come out for it. I mean, the turnout for it is insane, and they get really into it. You know, they get into the music, they got into the games. It seems like they get into the stories as well. Like, I think we're pretty well known in the community for it because parents are like, yeah, a lot of times. I think we're now getting like parents who maybe went to day camp. Oh yeah. Kids. Oh god. Oh, yes. like, we're gonna send oh, our kids sure. because we went there <clears throat> and we liked it. So we're gonna and send it's free kids. and it's free. Yep. Someone asked me today, how much do I owe you? Wow. Like, Nothing. <laughs> well, wait, you couldn't take advantage of that. Yeah. Me personally? Uh, me personally? Well. <laughs> You're Make very soft. How much does the Red Robin burger cost? <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. It's, so it's free for the community. Like, we got know, free kids out back. You want some? <laughs> the signs say free kids. I love free that. Signs. That's what <laughs> we're really famous for. <laughs> is, the free, is this the free Come kids place? pick up a kid. Oh, very true. <laughs> you know, there's something else that really makes day camp stick out in my mind. Yeah. I was amazed because they would never allow this in Buffalo Grove, but that the schools, all the schools, would let yeah. Bloomingdale Church bring over the flyers, and, and we're talking probably in the neighborhood of 15,000 plus flyers wow. going home yeah. with every kid from school systems in Bloomingdale, Addison, Carroll Stream, Glendale Heights, Roselle. You just think, my gosh, you guys Whoa. get away with this? I remember yeah. printing those and taking giant stacks to schools. Yeah. And now it's kind of transitioned to like the virtual backpacks. Yeah. Sure. Which is but, even better, honestly, yeah. because the parents pay more attention to it, it seems like, mm-hmm. than, and, and signing up online. And all that. It, I, I'm just really impressed that hmm. this area allows it. Yeah. Why do you think yeah. that is? Like, do you think it's just because we've been doing it for so long, or do you think if we started this year, they would still let us do it? I don't think they'd let us do it if we started just this year. But way back in the day, it might have been the influence of, say, Wheaton. Mm. Not just Wheaton College, but the whole town of Wheaton. That This is okay. The community works with churches. Mm. I had that kind of cooperation in Barberton, Ohio. We got to put it through all the schools there. It just made it, it doubled our our vacation Bible school just instantaneously yeah. because we did that. Wow. Oh. Man, I think too um, something that really people like, especially inside the church, is it helps people build friendships. Like volunteer to volunteer, they get to serve alongside each other. Yeah, I mean, a church with three different services—it's hard to get to know each other. If you don't go to the same church service, or you don't run in the same circles. Oh, sure. I think it's—it's right. it's one of those things that really brings the church together. Like, hey, we're whatever, whether we're like teaching together, or you're on the music, and or someone's doing snacks. It's like we're all working together for the same goal. Yeah, I think it really does bring us together. Wow. Bill, what was of course, your... it's so much fun. It is. Yeah. I mean, really. <clears throat> There's just a great enthusiasm, and there should be. You walk into that sanctuary, it's hopping. Hmm. I had a fun experience today where there's these two girls in my group, and there was activity they had to do to to like, who's your best friend? Was one of the questions. Yeah. And they were like, we're each other's best friend. 
and Dan. (laughs) (laughs) That's really sweet. I just met you like two days ago, yesterday. (laughs) Kids are just so sweet, interesting, and kind. That was amazing. I can't get over how well behaved the kids are in Mm. the second grade. Mm. It's just like, will you join our church? We could use you. (laughs) Will you be an usher? (laughs) I would love to have some of these kids for ushers. They're they're just tops. It's neat when a a father-son team are ushering. Yeah, Yeah, that is really cute. Like Matt Green does it with Mm -hmm. Justin and trying to work it out that uh, Sean, Mitchell, and Caden can Mm -hmm. do it. The, the bugaboo is going to be the kids' club starts oh, sure. oh. at ten o'clock. It's like, well, we don't want to take them out of that, right? But it is neat that they usher with their dad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would have ushered with my dad when I was a kid. You still could? I still well, not really. If he lives in Massachusetts, I opened the bus door. My dad was the bus driver, and I would be the greeter and open up the bus door. Wow, that's fun doing it with your dad. Yeah, yeah. I did that till I was about twenty-seven. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Is, that, degree. is that, just, that real or a joke? <laughs> just a joke. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't oh. smile. I just—I thought you were being serious. I was like, I can't tell. No, I did it when I was seven. I'm 27. Uh. I'd do that right now. Come on, Dad. Let's go. Let's go buy a bus. <laughs> let's go buy a bus. <laughs> what is, uh, Dan, what's your favorite? First, we buy a bus. <laughs> Step one, buy a bus. Step one, Welcome find a bus for podcast. Dan, what's your favorite part of day camp? For me this year, it's got to be being with the kids, and I say that because when I had to be directing it for so many years, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be above being with the kids, and like, there's just you're on a higher level, of like administrative level. Yeah. Just trying to keep all the like the pieces going and putting out fires during day camp week, so it's a, just a different experience. But being with the kids is just a whole lot of fun. Mm. I know a lot of the young adults have really stepped up, like Trinity and Josh and yeah. mm-hmm. Jeremy and. Uh, Claire Steven. They've been doing a great job. Eric DeNovo. Yeah. Eric DeNovo, yep. Great really. games guy, Eric. Good job. Oh, nice. Walked up to me the other day at day camp and said, hello, Mr. President. Uh, I like it you, young um, mothers are involved. Something that I really like about day camp that I've always liked a lot is that, like, it's pretty much all hands on deck for the staff. And so we're all around doing things and wearing day camp shirts. And it's just fun. It's yeah. fun to see each other. Yeah. And like be working together on the same big thing. Because yeah, it doesn't happen super often. to work together on that. Mm-hmm. For four, four days? Four, yeah. four full days. What's your favorite part of day camp, Max? Um, well, so the, <clears throat> so two years ago, I, I, did, I ran games, which was a lot of fun. Very like exhausting. And also, like, uh, you're just on the whole time because you got to keep the kids' attention. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of yelling and, like, just being as animated as possible. Um, honestly, I think uh, I think you mentioned the second graders, mm-hmm. how well. Um, I love how, how into it the kids get. Because I remember being a kid and getting really into... VBS at like the you know second and third and fourth grade and just thinking you know we would do like oh it's a space theme or like Olympics theme and it was like I was transported yeah um, mm-hmm. so I love how how into it the kids get but they I do. also love the volunteers like do the dance moves oh, and like, yeah. get into we it sure too. try <laughs> it's super I was watching yeah, very hard today. to do those I was dance moves Bill yesterday. with a guitar strapped yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like but, trying to do it, my guitar is like flapping around <laughs> <laughs> I get that song stuck in my head the press play get in the mix oh, oh yeah I'm really impressed with the I mean you guys have only heard two of them but I'm really impressed with the the press play songs yeah I'm like these are 
more yeah, musically good. relevant than a lot of the Christian music on the radio. So, like the Christian pop music mm-hmm. on the radio. So I really love, they do a good job. I really love the the you know volunteers getting into it alongside the kids. I think it helps the older kids stay in it if the volunteers are into it too. And um, yeah, yeah, so it gives them permission cool. to really let loose. Yeah. I, I'm watching a couple little girls st- standing in front of me. They can flat out dance. Okay. I mean, they are just great. So I talked to them about it. <laughs> Game time. They just lit up. You know, they're just like, oh yeah, they just love dancing. Because <laughs> yeah. I think they do things on the order of dance, dance, revolution at home. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So this is giving them an outlet. And I thought, you know, when I was a kid growing up, you do not dance in a <laughs> fundamental church. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> That'd be almost as bad as smoking cigarettes and vacation rifles. <laughs> and here we are, we're encouraging it. It's like, why were we so backward when it came to dancing when I was? As a kid. Sure. Oh, man. What a regret. It made me, the, me smile today because there's a couple boys in my group that were anti-dancing. Like, yeah, guys, come on, dance. Like, no, no. Like, all right, well, I hope you will. They kind of bugged him a few more times a little bit. And then a couple minutes later, I look back and they're both just like busting a move, yeah. dancing. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I nice. wish my son, my grandson Silas, could be here because he loves to dance. He does he, love to I dance. Mean, he does. He does bust moves all over the place. With like, You're a natural. <laughs> he would love this. He would just be going crazy when <laughs> when it's dance time. So would Lucy, but Silas. Silas would be one of those kids that'd say, "Come up to the front." And, yeah. And then we'd all be just cheering because uh-huh. he'd be doing crazy stuff. You know. You always get kids that are like, "How much time left till I can go home?" Yes. Obviously, like that's always gonna happen. But yeah, that's probably like, me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like how, many, like I said, how many minutes until I can go home? Oh my right? gosh! Like really? What, you don't want to be here? Like no, Nobody I just miss my mom. Like oh, I can oh, understand that. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But like some kids were like, when are we going to concert time? Concert yeah. time. Yeah. Concert time. Get your tickets. <laughs> I do love playing the drums. Playing the drums. This, You've been doing this time a great job. Really fun. Yeah. Well, I hope just, you'll do it every year. It's just because there's no there's no pressure at all. Yeah, these kids just, like you could screw up and they're just gonna think it's hysterical. They're like, not gonna notice. They're not even. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You don't have to keep a beat. You just yeah. be loud and they're like, yeah, I like to be loud. <laughs> so I, that's the perfect play. If you want to learn to drum, drum during day camp, man. Well, what's the time? <laughs> Listeners, if you don't know day anything day. about rhythm, come be part of the day camp band. Talk to Scott Reed. Talk Email to him Scott at Scott R. R. at bloomingdotrich.org. I don't know anything Just about rhythm. Phone Please, help. <laughs> Please help. Please help. Who coach you? Scott, uh, your favorite part of day camp? Your uh, favorite thing about day camp? So my day camp experience is pretty different from everyone else's because I start... Because you're not a child. Because I'm not a child. I'm a volunteer. Um... Because I start in the sanctuary and I'm in the sanctuary all the day. Um, Coming at eight, we do like a run through of the, the that day's program, and then we do the that day's program, and then there's like a break, and then we run the next day's program. So I don't get to experience like anything outside of the um, of the opening and prepping right. for the next opening, um, which is okay because I'm not like super great with kids, um, but. I really like seeing things kind of like settle into place because day camp is a lot of work for me on the like before it starts because I have to get all the I have to get the band ready and I have to get the all the pro presenter stuff which is like the basically PowerPoint what we use to to do the slides so it's kind of tricky finding all the right sounds and the right images and stuff and so that takes a while but once it all kind of starts coming together and and all the prep work is done and you can just do the the program itself I like that a lot more it's a day camp week is usually very fun yeah 
Yeah. And it's like a lower pressure week on me because the day camp band just does worship. So I don't need to have like a Tuesday night rehearsal, which is really nice. It's always nice to get a, a free night. And this year is great because sometimes I'm like looking at the day camp band songs and I'm like, what am I going to use here for like actual church? Because yeah. like it's fun. You know, they're all fun. But yeah. like I also, you know, people are coming to church to worship God. <laughs> so I was like, where are the songs that are like day camp songs and also good for church? Yeah. Um, and this year we got three great ones. We got This is Amazing Grace and My Lighthouse and Lord of the Your Name on High. So it's like, perfect. God is wild about you with the, everyone doing the flaws. <laughs> One of my power songs on my iPod was uh, that Katina song, Give Me a J. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus chant. chant. Jesus chant, yeah. Man, the Jesus, Jesus chant. Jesus chant freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. You got your you, you, you. When, you, when you're your yelling, you, who's your king? I know. Who's your lord? I know. I know what you mean. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. It's I mean, I like it. Uh, <laughs> it is. That might be my aversion to it. I'm not a terribly like militaristic that. person. Well, he's shaking his brain. But of course, God is at least mildly militaristic. Mildly, oh man. <laughs> you know, he's only got that army of angels that go throughout the earth. True. Um, listeners, if you would like to be part of the show, you can send. You can meet us at Red Robin. You can come same to Red Robin. Same time, same place. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. One moment. For our closing segment this week, it is time for bets, Which my right? friends. Uh, last week, we oh. asked uh, how many kids we would have at day camp. Oh, right. And as a tiebreaker, oh. we asked how many volunteers we have. Uh, now, I don't have everybody's guesses on me at the moment. but the Did we text them to you? Uh, everybody did. texted them to me. So I guess I can I can go through and read them really quick. I guess it is on you. Uh, do this. Scott said 195 kids. Bill said 150. Are you basing this off of today? Or of this, yesterday? Is, uh, this was for yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Uh, Bill said 150. Dan Marcello said 237. I believe I said 251. Uh, my friends, Scott got it exactly right. One hundred and ninety-five kids wow. yesterday. So you give him your bill. So uh, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Scott gets to pay for all of us today. <laughs> Congratulations, Scott. Uh, as a side note, uh, we had a, a tiebreaker. In the event of a tie, uh, we had a tiebreaker of how many volunteers. Bill actually almost nailed that one. It's fifty-five volunteers yesterday. Sixty was Bill's guess. All right. So very well done, Bill. Um, Scott, you can collect. Your prize uh, at a later date when we're not sitting in Red Rock. I want to make sure I tip her. So what do I got to do here? Uh, all right. So first you choose. Is this list? you? Is that what you ordered? Well, that is all the time that we have are this we, week. Are we going to take a bet for next week? Then? I don't have a bet ready. Uh, bet how many more times we'll come to Red Robin <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> That is all the time that we have this week. Wow, this is long receipt. Bill's receipt is like, like 20 miles long. It's like at least two feet long. It's like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. Bill, are you going to say thank you? Thank you, Max. <laughs> Great idea to be here. This was Bill, Dan's idea. Uh, Dan. Guilty as charged. Take us home. Well, you've been listening to the Bloomingdale Church Podcast Burger Review. Woo-hoo. Brought to you from Red Robin at Stratford Yum. Square Mall in Bloomingdale. <laughs> the heart of Stratford Square Mall. <laughs> Hold up. 
Red Robin, the heart of the nation. <laughs> the, dying the clogged heart. arteries of the nation. <laughs> the, the only collapsing reason, star of the nation. The only reason we're Stratford Mall, the heart of the nation. Oh, no. Yeah. This is the only worthwhile reason to come to Stratford Square Mall. Now that they got rid of Shots the... Fired. They got rid of Century Theaters, which is where we used to go all the time. That was our go-to theater. When we had Movie Pass. Oh, my gosh. Listeners, let me tell you a little ke- kebab here. When we had Movie Pass... We... Done did see all the movies. I don't know if listeners remember Movie Pass. Movie Pass was a promotion. It was a, a company where you would pay maybe what? Twenty ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. When you we could got see, in on it, you could see one movie. Nope. You could see as many movies as you wanted per day. Nope. So so Scott and I had this period where we went to a movie at least three to four times a week, and we had at least a week where we went every single night. And I saw so many movies that I never would have seen. Well, that was the game. Is that we 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 would go to the theater. We would go to this theater. Send Century, yeah. century, whatever. Cinemark, movie Stratford, club, and we movie would, time. and we would go see a movie we'd never heard of. <laughs> yes. And just and just see what on earth it was about. And most of them were pretty good. Most of them were surprisingly good. One of them we walked out on. <laughs> yes, it was a foreign film. Yes, uh, it was just much too interested in material that we were not interested in. <laughs> that's very, that's correct. <laughs> but otherwise, it was fantastic. So. Uh, that's the story about MoviePass. Yeah, MoviePass was amazing, and then it got a little worse, and then it got a little worse, and then it got really bad, and then it collapsed. Yes. But, man, it gave us, like, the best month of movies of my life. Yeah, that was awesome. If you guys like going to the movies, if you go to another country and go to the movies, it's so much cheaper. You could take a family of four. Really? Yeah. You could take like a fa- our family of three. We'd go to the movies with concessions, and we'd probably pay... What like two tickets would have been here? Jeez, like thirty-ish. Yeah, or like last night, like twenty-five. Less, 20, yeah, twenty twenty-five for like popcorn. That's amazing. Wow. Got coffee. That's in Mexico, what's the price of a movie ticket? Two seventy-four. $2.74. That's amazing. For an adult. Well, that was wow. why we always went to this movie theater because it was seven dollars. That's the most you'd ever pay. And on Tuesday, which is not two seventy-four. On Tuesday afternoons, it's way cheaper than a lot of the other theaters. Tuesday yeah. afternoons, it was four dollars. Tuesday yeah. matinee was four dollars. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Wait, that away, can I bring yeah. more of anything? Is there a chance to get sweet potato fries as part, or is that extra cost? That's an extra one. Julie, you want to say something to our audience? <laughs> Hello. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> You've been a terrific waitress. You want to say anything else to them? Come visit me anytime. Uh, all right, come visit Julie at Red Robin at Stratford Square. All right. Thanks, Julie. I'll take some more regular fries, please. All right. Thank anything else? I think that's it. All right, I'll be back. I'm not going to eat them all. You're not going to get the sweet potato fries. I'm not when she all. listens to this episode, she's going to turn gonna and look know. at you. <laughs> she doesn't realize she's just spoken to 100,000 people. Spam-o! Julie's got no idea. The multitudes. The pull of the Blooming Notes podcast. The small country is populated by our listenership. It's time for Topic of the Week. Well, those Caribbean countries are just... The emails are coming in from them. I'm kind of surprised. Barbados, who would think? You know... Mostly sales pitches and they're hot fries. Um, no, no, all those Nigerian princes that keep sending us emails. <laughs> yeah, once uh, once the return on those, we're gonna be right. Rolling once we get it. our money back, yeah, we've sent I mean, it's sixty thousand dollars <laughs> to you. about twelve <laughs> different Nigerian princes. <laughs> it's true. We're gonna buy all the jet skis we want. Your tithe is going to a good place. Mm-hmm.